Welcome to God's Kingdom Outside the Box. I'm your host, Jim Vince. My guest today, I consider to be a subject matter expert in the ministry of intercessory prayer. Ephesians 6.18 says this, to pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayer and requests. And of course, intercession is one of these kinds of prayers. She has some amazing stories of what God spoke and then did before her eyes as a result of her intercession. It's something that all followers of Christ can participate in, and it's a practice that will help us grow in our discernment of God's voice in our lives. I think you're going to be truly encouraged and inspired by what my guest has to say today about this topic. So on the phone with me today is a good friend who's been a friend of the family, friend of my wife, my friend, and her and her husband, and their boys, and our families have kind of, in the last several years, kind of grown up together, I would say. Uh, And on the phone with me is Diane Groves, and Diane, I'm just very thankful that you're joining me and taking the time to do this. I don't take your time for granted, but just thank you so much for being here. And, um, uh, you know, before we get going into our conversation, I thought we could just take a moment where you can just do a brief introduction of who you are, where you are, what you do, and just let our listeners know who you are. Yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah. 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 Well, Diane, you are you are actually partly to blame for this podcast series. Um, I, I wanted to just reflect on that for a moment. You were at our house. Uh, I don't know. It was probably four to five months ago. I, I really don't remember, but but a few months ago, and I had been wrestling in prayer with the Lord over this idea of doing a podcast. There's a few things I was considering. I just felt like there was this unction going on within my heart that I needed 
that that God wanted me to do something uh, around this topic uh, of what this podcast is is about. And you guys were over at our house, and you yeah. you came into my office. Do you remember that? And you and you had a word for me. And I I'm just curious. Do you remember any details about what that word was? Yeah. 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 Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just just so you know, I mean, at that time when you were, and, and that's pretty much how I remember what you said, you know, the same thing. Uh, but I had been thinking about, because, you know, you know, I was a musician and, and I just kind of was at a place where like, I just don't really know that I want to keep playing, you know, I've been really wrestling with, you know, do I keep playing my guitar? Do I keep writing? I, you know, I, I spent so many years on the road, uh, you know, in a band and solo and, and all that stuff. And I just felt like something that guy was just doing something different. Maybe that's the way to say it. And, and it doesn't necessarily involve music, although music could be a part of that as well. But I just, I, you know, and you mentioned being a filmmaker, I had such a, an interest in, in movie making since I've been a kid and never really had the opportunity till now where where the cost of gear and the availability of information and training is just so easy to get access to, you know. And so I've been able to kind of live that dream a little bit too. Uh, but I still felt like I, I just was sensing there was something more. And I was wondering about this podcast. I had tried it out as a blog and it really wasn't going anywhere. And I just thought to myself one day, people don't like to read they would rather probably hear somebody say something. And, th and that was almost direct responses from some people I asked. 
you know, and they just preferred, you know, I'm not a good reader and I just prefer to listen and hear it. And so I had been mulling around the idea of the podcast and that night, you know, I thought, all right, this seems to be a confirmation to what I'm, I'm thinking about. And so that's when, that's when I settled on, okay, I'm going to do this. And I think it was, took another month or so because then I was investigating uh, what gear I might need and platform and how to deliver the podcast. So it took me a little bit of time to figure stuff out like that. But here it is, and uh, thank you for being a part of it. You were part of the foundation there. So, yeah. So our – yeah, it is. Our our topic today is intercession, intercessory prayer. And I actually consider you a subject matter expert because I, I know the organization you work with has a strong understanding of this topic and, and do a great job in training people how to flow in intercessory prayer. Um, so I wanted to just start before we get into actual stories that you have to share about some of your experiences in intercession. Um, I wanted to start with the question of what is it? Okay, what is intercession? And, and and does it differ from regular prayer? And if it does, how does it differ? Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yes. So when you're making intercession, it, it then, in essence, it could be for individuals or it could be for nations, right? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Modern day world events, perhaps. So people's places, things. Yeah. Uh, so you, you know, one of the stories you told me when we talked previously uh, about a week or so ago, you told me about, and, and this would fall under the category of making intercession for an individual. There was a boy in a refugee camp that you were working with. And, and so I'd like to have you tell that story.
Yeah, that's really good. Well, you you mentioned a few times about the the principles and and steps of intercession. You know, some people uh, would have a hard time perhaps entering into intercession because they they would feel like, oh, I don't know what to do or what to say or you know how to pray. And so, you know, it seems like sometimes steps help us or principles. So could, you know, you mentioned that a couple times. Could you just expand upon that? What are the principles of intercession? Uh, what's, is there any scriptural, scriptural support of those? You know, what, how do you see it? Yeah, one, two, three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in many languages and versions. And and you and you mean when you're saying you don't have to do it right away, uh, are you meaning like if you're in a situation where you just can't physically 
go and contact that person or, you know, is that what you mean? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought you meant. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And and I've I've experienced that too, where I felt like the the Lord or the Holy Spirit directed me how to pray for somebody. But there's actually another application of being directed by the spirit that that comes to my mind. And that was one time I started to pray for a friend. And I felt the Holy Spirit actually say, stop, don't pray, Be, you know, because you're not praying what I want you to pray. But I was just thinking of things and praying for this person. And I actually had to repent and say, Lord, I'm so sorry, because I'm over here praying for somebody, but I'm not praying out of a revelation of what you're saying. I'm praying out of what I think is the thing to pray. And the Holy Spirit stopped me in my tracks. And from that point on, I, I try to make a practice of it when, when I pray for people or someone asks me to pray for them to not just jump into some kind of, uh, wordy, holy sounding prayer, but just really trying to, to hear and, and speak what comes to heart and mind, you know, and, and, and trust that he's speaking to me, you know, so yeah mm-hmm yep 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking with what I shared with you, yeah. Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah.
Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I want to. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. So I was just going to say, I, I was going to try to summarize, not summarize, but kind of speak back the overall principle. So the first one was you said to have you have your Bible so that uh, if the Holy, or, you know what I, I say so that if the Holy Spirit, I mean, I, I just trust that the Holy Spirit is, is part of this, you know, and so when. So you have your Bible with you so that if a scripture comes to mind, by faith, you can just look it up. And 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 I would, you know, I'm just thinking, kind of thinking out loud, people are going to struggle with, well, how do I know I'm hearing the Holy Spirit? And what's my voice? And what's the enemy's voice? And, and you know, I, I just feel like if if we take that time to resist to submit ourselves to God resist the enemy that we just need to come to a place of faith where we just say you know what God I've asked you for the holy spirit and you're not going to give me a scorpion and so I'm just going to you know and, and I can actually see this this these principles being a matter of practice where it, it's not a one and done but it's a lifestyle that you develop and over time you get better at it and you begin to learn how to discern the voices better you know but you have to start somewhere so when i hear you say bring your bible you're basically saying so that if a scripture pops to mind you can look it up and, and i've done that before and i've had scriptures pop into mind that i've looked up and they didn't eat, and you know there wasn't even that many verses <laughs> or chapters where i thought i heard the scripture you know and they're like okay back to the drawing board it it's you know some people go well see that doesn't work and i i just think you know what? I, I made a mistake. I'm trying to learn, you know, because um, I do have voices in my head that sometimes are just me. But, you know, there's other times where I've heard scripture references and I've looked them up and it was exactly what was needed in the situation that I was praying for. And, you know, so it's it, sometimes it's hit or miss. And I think especially in the beginning it is. So having your Bible, number one. OK, number two, you said. Uh, what was, I'm sorry. What, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Confessing your sin. And, uh, if, if the opportunity is there to make something right with someone else, you do that. Otherwise just make a note of it. Go back to them when you can make sure you're being faithful to make things right with people you offend. And then let's see. Third was, um, uh, you're going to have to help me. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. And that blends in with the next principle of of releasing your thoughts of what should be prayed for. And just, yeah. Okay. So if I'm 
understanding this correctly, what you're saying is you're just you're just walking through these things one after the other until you get to the point where then you're you're thanking God that he's going to speak and then you just wait and you sit in silence. Is that what you're saying? Oh, right, right. Yes. Yeah. 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 And and I think you just have to trust. I, I think it just comes. It's also this is really an exercise in trust for us, because, again, uh, we just have to believe that we have authority over the enemy. You know, and if we've confessed our sins and we've let the Holy Spirit convict us of unconfessed sin. And, hey, we may not remember all of them, but we, we vow in our hearts that as the Holy Spirit brings it to remembrance, we're going to take care of things between ourselves and God and ourselves and other people. And so I think it just at some point we have to just yield ourselves over to the fact that we are in Christ. We have the mind of Christ. And, you know, we typically usually hear in what feels like our mind uh, his word to us sometimes, you know. And we always have scriptures to bounce things off of to make sure that our thinking and thoughts align with with scriptural principles. And so I I, I just want to encourage the listener that uh, that just go for it and don't be afraid of making mistakes. I mean, you're you're in your prayer you're in your prayer closet basically. Um, although sometimes you are in a group, but that's the thing. I've heard so many stories about people in a group who didn't want to share what they felt because they thought it was crazy. But then as other people began sharing what they got, they realized, oh my goodness, this fits perfectly what the other person got, you know? And, and so it's just, uh, it's, it's an exercise in faith, you know, stepping out and just being willing to be wrong. And, and there will be times where we miss it and there'll be other times where we get it dead on, but it's, it's a practice, you know? And I, I've said this in another podcast before. We we think that um, we think that we need to practice piano in order to play piano. We think we need to practice soccer in order to practice, uh, play soccer. And and we're absolutely correct. We do, but we also need to practice the principles of the kingdom of God. We don't just get born again and all of a sudden we're we we can flow and operate in the gifts of the spirit and not even know it. But but it's really about practice, right? You know, we're practicing the kingdom of God. And it's just as important as practicing anything that we do in our life, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, 
the picture that comes to my mind is is uh, we had a, a puppy when I was growing up. And we were trying to potty train it, but we couldn't always let him out. And so we were trying to train him to go on the newspaper. And so we'd walk him onto the newspaper, and it was over and over and over again. But eventually the puppy started to understand and get it and would go to the newspaper. But but there was a few times where he stepped onto the newspaper, and his back legs are on the floor, and he goes to the bathroom on the floor. But he so he so in that analogy, he's – He's made a, a big mistake, right? He wasn't on the newspaper, but he thought he was because he just stepped on it, right? And so he had to learn, no, you got to go all the way onto the paper, <laughs> you know. And so, I don't know, that just image popped into my mind as we were talking about that. So, yeah. So... Yeah. 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 Well, and I just also believe with all my heart that if I intend and will myself to try to follow after God and to learn his principles and to learn his ways and to obey his word, that he's going to honor that and he's going to teach me and he's going to change me. You know, I'm a big proponent of hearing God's voice through dreams and visions. And I always tell the Lord, you know, if the picture's not right, if it's not from you, I invite you to change the picture, you know. But I, I just yield myself to you because I'm just trying to step out and be a doer of the word, not just to hear. So where I'm going wrong, I'm trusting you, Holy Spirit, to to correct me and and, and turn me in the right direction. And uh, yeah. And, you know, and over time, I began to just notice patterns in my life of when it seemed like God was speaking. And so, you know, I could be going along my day, not even really tuned into the spirit because I'm just I'm taking care of life's business but then something happens or or I start to sense this thought pattern taking place in my mind I'm like wait a minute this is familiar I need to listen to this and pay attention because this could be the lord speaking you know and so and again the only way I can describe it is just comes through time and practice and doing over and over and and trusting that he is conforming me to the image of Christ and i just believe that without a without a doubt so mhm mm Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
Yeah. Yeah. So in talking about stepping out in faith, you, you had a story about you were with a ministry team and I think you were in Mexico. I can't remember, but, uh, and, and you guys were trekking through challenging terrain and you, okay. So you were, yeah, I thought that's what you said. And, but you injured your knee and you couldn't go any further. So what was so here here is an example to me of of what we're talking about where you're you're seeking the Lord in intercession for your team and getting things that there's no way for you to know if it's right on or not until they come back and you compare notes. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Live with the wolves. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. So any other examples that you have of, you know, similar stories? You said you had a couple ones, couple other stories you thought about that you wanted to share. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, yeah.
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. And I think that's an important idea. You're, I don't know if, if you're trying to make that connection on purpose or it's just, I'm seeing it, but I'm just struck by the fact that, you know, when we go to intercede and pray for others, some people may be intimidated because they think they got to pray these wonderful, glorious, you know, prayers. And, and really, you know, um, I'm looking at a scripture on my phone right now. John 12, 49 and verse 50 says, I don't speak on my own, but the father who sent me commanded me regarding what I should speak and say. And I know that his commandment is eternal life. Therefore, whatever I say is just as the Father has said to me. So Jesus is just making this connection that he's speaking the Father's words. You know, and so it's not really about how smart we can be and how smart we can pray. You know, it's just about us connecting with God in a way where we're speaking his words. And again, sometimes that just has to come by faith because we're hot, we're tired, we we don't feel like we have it within us to to go any further, but in our weakness, he is made strong, you know? And if we just hang on to that by faith and just trust again that he's speaking to us and speaking through us, you know? And we just so we're really in an exercise of of speaking his words, right? You know, and yeah, and with with my pod, go ahead, go ahead. Sometimes what? Yeah, yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just I just keep getting struck by that fact it, again. It's just not the power and wisdom of our words. It's just it may it may feel lifeless. It may feel empty. But if it's his word that we're speaking out, you know, then he anoints that and, and uses it. And, uh, yeah. So uh, what what year, by the way, were you in El Salvador? What what years were those? Do you remember? Okay, because I was there in 86 and I I was on a Toymaker and Son team. And for those who don't know, Toymaker toy and Son is an hour long mime and allegory to it, it had a full orchestrated soundtrack and narration. It was really a brilliant presentation of the gospel. It was a story about toys and Toyland and the Toymaker and his son created the toys, you know, and. And then the toy, you know, it's an allegory of the gospel and how Toymaker's son came 
into Toyland as a toy to rescue the toys and take them back to the toy maker. And anyways, we were down in El Salvador and we had gotten an invitation from the Department of Education to come down and, and to perform all over the country uh, in the public schools. And, and there was times where I remember one night, well, in the evenings, we would retreat to a compound in whatever city we were in. And I'm sure it was all planned out. So they had these places already ready and available to us. And they were these very heavily fortified compounds with huge walls and and, and military guys guarding us. There, there was times where we were driving through the jungle and, you know, you, you mentioned gorillas. <laughs> it's these... These fighters for whoever they were, I don't know if they were Marxists or who they were, but they would come out of the jungles and stop our bus and make us get off the bus and they would search all over. You know, they were looking for weapons and various things like that, you know, and we never had any trouble beyond that. Um, but but yeah, so that was in 86. And I remember we were doing the, the presentation of Toymaker and Son and we were doing it with before this big military group. And as soon as we were done, we went walking around into the crowd of soldiers, giving them Bibles in Spanish. And then they got the call that they needed to go fight. <laughs> and so they piled into trucks to go. And so I was just thinking to myself, here they go into battle. Literally, they're, they're going into a battle in a matter of minutes. And they've just heard the gospel. And they're, they've, they're holding in their hands the word of God, the Bible. As you know, new, I think they were just New Testaments, but anyways, they were, you know, they had that and they're on their way to fight. And I just thought, oh, Lord, you know, you know, speak to these people. But, but yeah, we, while we were there, uh, we were about an hour outside of San Salvador and, uh, there was a city called Sonsonate and, uh, we would sleep uh, on under these pavilions at night when we were traveling around the country. If we weren't in these compounds, we were staying in these uh, pavilions. And I remember one night I was laying on my side and, and it was a, a cement tile floor and, you know, just solid, right? And all of a sudden the ground shook so hard it literally rolled me over. And w what had happened was a huge earthquake had hit El Salvador. So... The next day we went on into El Salvador and there were sections where the ground opened up and, and little villages were swallowed up and uh, just massive destruction. Buildings collapsed everywhere. And so then our, our mission turned into food distribution. And and I, I remember it was like literally it felt like a city of cardboard shacks, you know, where people were staying and trying to shelter from weather and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, it was quite quite a trip and uh uh yeah so i was just wondering where that was in comparison to or when that was compared to when you were there so it was just a few years later yeah 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 yep So, so uh, another story you got, you said you had some, yeah, go ahead.
Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying you have a hard time getting started. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm hmm Mm-hmm.
Yeah. 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 Well, I I feel like I should just say this. Um, you know, with a lot of the stories you're telling, we 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 hear you know the successes of of the prayers and and how, you know. But I I was thinking about it earlier this evening. That ultimately, you know, when we're praying, when we're interceding, it, another thing that might scare people is that they feel like they got to get it right. They they got to see the answer and get the victory. And I was just thinking to myself, you know, it's really not even about the results of what happens in the prayer. I mean, of course, we want to have the, the see the culmination of our prayers and them answered and stuff like that. But really, it's about 
being in a place where we're where we're we're speaking out the values, we're declaring the heart of God, we're declaring his judgments like Jesus did where we're where we're hearing his voice or we're seeing something of the Father and and just reacting to that and speaking it out, you know. And ult- ultimately that's really where where the success of intercessory prayer is it's not in the answered prayer it, it's in the fact that we're participating with the father in something that he's seeing and speaking because you know there is another principle um, that we haven't talked about and it's never necessarily associated with what we think of when we think of the principles of intercession but it's this that uh one man waters and another man harvests you know, and we may be called through our prayers to just be watering the ground and we don't see the results. And so I just want to encourage people, don't shy away from, you know, participating in a ministry of intercession because you're afraid you aren't going to see the results. Because, again, it's not about that. It's about cultivating an understanding and a discernment of the voice of God in your life and just declaring what he says and what he speaks and and i was challenged one night uh many years ago as you say before the internet <laughs> where i had a actually had a hardcover bible right with physical pages and i was challenged by the holy spirit one night i heard it so clearly to go through the book of john and to highlight every time jesus said that he didn't say anything that he didn't hear his father speaking and he didn't do if what he or that he only said what he heard his father speaking and he only did what he saw his father doing and when i did that i realized I, you know my whole book of john the gospel of john was was almost the whole thing was highlighted in yellow because because jesus said it so much and i just realized you know what this is how jesus did what he did he didn't do it on his own, even though he was Jesus, right? The Bible tells us that he laid down his godness to, to be a man. And he, li- he lived like us as a man in relationship with God in order to show us the blueprint of what our lives can look like, you know? And, and that is that he heard and he saw his father because he spent time in prayer and in relationship with his father. And then he only did what he heard and saw. And and so that's simply, I think, what what intercession is really. You know, you're you're sitting in this jungle hut, and and uh, you're you're sensing danger with over the team, and you're praying. You know, you're even though you weren't aware of it at that moment, you were seeing and hearing in the spirit, and uh, you know, participating with God in intercession for your team, and you know. So I, I'm going to have you share one more story because I feel like. It, it's probably time to to start working towards an end. But I, I, I do want you to share this story because I think it's important. Because so far, all the stories we've talked about have been stories where we see individual people and groups of people involved in the, in the results that happened in their lives through what you did. But intercession also, we may find ourselves on a much bigger stage of prayer. And, and that is interceding for nations and, or regions of the world or whatever. And, uh, and and possibly even interacting with um, and contending with spirits over areas and things of that nature. So anyways, the story about the islands. Can you share that? Yeah.
Yeah. Wow, 17,000. Wow. Okay. 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 And this is in the United States, right? Okay.
Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just think it's interesting, too, that, you know, you're sent by the Lord to a place that had laid a foundation in the realm of the spirit. It was a it was a place of going forth from to proclaim a word and a kingdom and a faith, you know, and here the Lord now is, you know, I'm thinking as you're talking about pouring the water, you know, through the note or through the scripture verse into the river, you know, the washing, the washing of by water, the washing of how does it go? The washing of the word with water or something like that. I can't think of the scripture, but uh, yeah. But it's it's just it's just as if God is changing the decree and 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 changing the the changing the mission of that sending location. He's addressed, as you, you said it earlier, he, he's addressing roots. And it, ha, and it has national and regional impact. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm Yeah. 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 Yeah, I just I'm a firm believer that in in these these truths of God's word and what he says 
who he says we are. At some point, we just have to settle on it and just say enough's enough. I mean, I don't feel born again today. I'm in a bad mood. But you know what? That doesn't change the fact that I'm born again, you know. Uh, I just, I, I think Christians don't even have as much of a hard time standing on that truth. But for some reason, there's other things, you know. Being a new creation in Christ, having the mind of Christ, we we falter and we we waver on those things, you know, because we're we're judging we're judging the truths of those statements based upon how we feel, based upon like for example, having the mind of Christ, you know, I I've learned to just settle on the fact that I have Christ's mind, and I've seen it I've seen it activate in my life so many times, almost daily with with my work, but. Um, just with wisdom and understanding and knowledge that comes to me. Um, and, and I see daily God's help in, in the things that I'm doing and tasks I'm taking on. And, and I've just have settled on who I am. You know, I've got the mind of Christ. You know, it used to be, I'd think of that scripture, you know, talking about being a new creation, that we're a new creation in Christ. And I would go, God, if I'm a new creation, why am I still sinning? Why am I still doing this or that? And, you know, one day I just realized, even though I still committed sin, I still am, too, a new creation in Christ. And I'm just learning how to settle into the truth of who I am in Christ. And, and that identity is helping me overcome sin, you know. And, and I'm being transformed because I'm, I'm staying, I'm, I'm keeping my mind stayed on the truth of who Christ says I am. And, and it just, I find that that just releases God's power in my life to overcome and um, I don't know how else to explain it, but but it, it is just something that I, I, I came down to the, you know, if I ask God for the Holy Spirit, I'm going to believe him for the Holy Spirit and, and not feel like I'm getting a scorpion and being afraid, you know. So, um, and, and I just see that that's the kind of heart and tenacity in, an intercessor needs because you've got to leave quite a bit of stuff to faith. And you may not see the results of what you're praying. You know, you went and and poured that water out in in the, in the action of a statement of faith that God's word would flow out of that river and into that ocean and and from there to India. Okay, you didn't see the answer of that yet, but but I know for a fact that God was having you address roots, and it may take it may take fifty more years before something like that happens, but. Again, one person waters, another person harvests. And we just got to not be so locked into the results and locked more into the truth of God's word and standing on what he says and not on what we think we see or feel, you know. And that's where the real value and victory comes in these types of things is the fact that we're participating with God and, and standing on what he's saying to us and not letting our eyes look at the situation and say, oh, it's, I don't see how it's going to happen or whatever, you know, so. Yeah, yeah.
Yeah. Well, here here's what here's what happened, and actually, I can I can update the story. Uh, this this week this week was one of the most challenging weeks I've had on my in my job, and, and that's because uh, one of the guys I worked with got laid off, and he had been taking care of something for a big client, huge client, um, and all of a sudden now that client is contacting us because there's some problems and I'm the next guy in line. And I had not been handling these types of requests up until this point. So I I was I wasn't completely lost because it, it just deals with a system that I helped write. Um, but there's there's so many different aspects. It's not just about the system, but it's about data and various pieces. I wasn't sure what to do. And and here is typically what happens to me. I get up in the morning and I spend some time praying before I go into work um, because lots of these types of challenges come up. And I just, for me, it's no longer a matter of, it. it you, you kind of worded it wrong. I, I'm not saying, God, I need the mind of Christ. I actually, my prayer is this, God, I thank you that I have the mind of Christ and I believe it with all my heart. I already have the mind of Christ. And so I just receive that by faith. I lean into, now I lean, so this is his word over me, right? I have the mind of Christ. So I lean into God, your word over my life and I live from who you say I am. And I commit myself to you. I ask you to help me to see things or think things that I might not normally think catch something in the execution of the application where I see something that leads me to what the problem is or whatever it might be, right? And, and so then I just, then I go sit in front of my computer and I just start working with stuff. And this week, uh, it, and again, and it's so funny because I'm always so amazed when it happens, but uh, I'm, I'm sitting there at my desk and all of a sudden this thought pops into my mind. I mean, within 15 minutes of just yielding myself to the truth of who I am in Christ and declaring my intention to live from who God says I am, a thought pops into my mind that I hadn't had before. And I go, huh. And I, I open up a piece of code and start looking at it. And sure enough, that was exactly where the problem was. I was able to fix this problem and it enabled some some of our uh, employees in another state to be able to do what they had to do to release some products for this client. And, uh, and one thing just led to another and it, it was a bunch of series of problems that happened throughout the week. And each one of them, I was able to, to break through and meet the need of this big client. And, and it's, I, I don't want to say who it is, but it's a huge, huge, huge client. And, uh, and it's like I'm thinking, and I'm just like, Lord, thank you so much for just, you know, you did it. You always come through. It's because it's who I am, and I, I live from that, you know. And that's typically that's my day to day life right now. And uh, yeah, so anyways, I'm just very grateful to God because we're not left here on our own to, to to fumble through life, you know. And, and I'm starting to realize too that that mind of Christ applies to other areas of my life. It's not just in, in needing knowledge and, and better thinking over the work that I do, but it applies to my relationships, to my wife, to my kids, to uh, the people around me. Lord, I want to, I live from, I receive that mind of Christ and I live from who you say I am. 
and it governs my relationships, it governs my attitudes, it governs my my behaviors and my private thinking and whatever it may be, you know, that mind of Christ, it affects every aspect of our life. It's not just, I, I see it practically daily with my job, but now I'm learning, you know what, this is, the, the rabbit hole goes much deeper than my job. <laughs> you know, it, this, this affects so many more aspects of my life. And, and that's it, you know, I mean, I, I just, uh, I think this is what, it's all about we're we're learning how to see the way God sees us and we're learning how to live from that truth you know um yeah 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 i'm i'm learning my role as a governmental administrator within God's marvelous kingdom i'm called to be a part of the government of God in his kingdom and while i'm here in the earth that means tuning in to the government of god and what he reveals to me because what he's revealing to me is what needs to come out of heaven and into the earth your will be done on earth as it is in heaven you know and and so that's how we bring it out we 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 first got to see it connect to it and then live in a way that releases it here in the earth you know Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, all those different stories you shared about the intercession, that's exactly what you're doing. You were you were connecting with God in his kingdom and from his kingdom and then living it out in the earth, however they that it was revealed for you to live it out, you know, whether that was through declaration or whether that was through pouring water through a paper loaded with scripture. Yeah, you know, I believe in those those little quirky things too. I I, some friends and I were in Kathmandu, Nepal, and we rented motorcycles and drove to Tibet. And we, we were, it was really interesting. I mean, we, we crossed the border and there was a Chinese guard there who didn't even attempt to stop us. But it's probably because uh, there was a landslide that was, we could see a village ahead of us, but a landslide had blocked the road and it was literally impossible for us to get through. So we were, we were in Tibet though. We were just crossed the border and we, uh, took some sticks and some string and we fashioned a cross and we planted it in the ground and we had a short time of intercession and worship in, you know, on the land of Tibet, you know, and, uh, that was it. You know, it took us 11 hours round trip to, to drive our motorcycles. And, uh, I could barely walk when the trip was over cause, <laughs> cause it hurt so bad sitting on that seat. Yeah for about 10 minutes of intercession and worship and, and erecting a cross in a nation that needs the light of Jesus, you know? And so anyways, I, I really believe in those things. They're not just cheesy little things. They have significant meaning to the Lord and he builds. And, and again, it's just another, it's just another Pink Floyd used to have the song brick in the wall. It's just another brick in the wall, right? We're laying bricks for the kingdom of God as he builds the foundation, as he builds the walls and establishes the castle of his kingdom in the earth, you know? So, yeah. Well, uh, I just want to thank you, Diane, for sharing. And actually, I know you're probably loaded for bear with all kinds of other stories. So maybe 
maybe we do a, a, a second part to this episode sometime and talk more more stories and um but again thank you and uh until we meet again <laughs> all right bye-bye you've been listening to god's kingdom outside the box if you enjoyed this episode please let me know i'd love to hear your comments your questions about what we talked about today and also let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to cover in a future broadcast you can email me at jim at jimvince.com and you can also leave me a voicemail from the show notes and that's it i'll talk to you next time 